it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The Department of Homeland Security, even though all the criminal charges were dropped, which never should have been filed in the first place, against the two Border Patrol agents that were seen in a photograph, air fingers, quote, whipping Haitian migrants, which had members of the Congressional Black Caucus talking about slavery and white supremacy and all these other things, even though a full investigation has shown they were not whipping anyone, DHS is going to discipline them anyway for doing nothing. The Washington Post has a piece today, we'll get to this in a little bit, that uh, they're really worried people are going to lose faith in the Federal Reserve. What do they care? You want to talk about a lack of transparency? You want to talk about an institution that very few people understand? It's the Federal Reserve. Joe Biden has proclaimed that he is not only going to use emergency powers to drop all tariffs of Chinese-made solar cells, He is using this in a way that is going to allow him to basically declare anything he wants, an emergency. At the same time, using said powers to threaten oil companies. They must increase their output, Biden says. The United States has built one, one oil refinery in 45 years, one. We have canceled pipelines. We have allowed the Biden administration to rescind leases. This stupidity about the 9,000 leases, 9,000 leases, 9,000 leases, it could be 90,000. It doesn't matter. If there's not a provable reserve, a provable profitable Yes, profits mean something. Do you ever notice Democrats are always decrying profits unless the profitable company gives the Democrats and they don't care? You don't hear Democrats complaining about the profits in Hollywood, professional sports. Why do people need you? Hold on. You wanted us off the oil. You're blaming the oil industry for the price increases that you've wanted because it makes you look bad right now as you're doing bottom surgery on our wallets. So now Biden's going to threaten, he's going to threaten the use of emergency powers against the oil industry. Maybe this is a a wink, wink, nod, nod. You guys better learn who you donate to. Again, you want the Democrats off your back, you do two things. You give them money. For a bunch of people that decry money, they seem to love it. They, they seem to want it all for themselves. They love money. Democrats love nothing more than somebody else's money. I mean, earning money is one thing. You got a guy like Joe Biden who's never worked a day in his life in the private sector, who sits in judgment. Some of these Democrats, like even you see this across the spectrum, who sit in judgment of other people's profit motives and other people's business models and businesses and corporations. These people who've never contributed anything to anything or anyone, never created a job, innovated a product, have never done anything, sit in 
smugly judge everyone else. Some of these people, they get fed first and fed the most from the system, air fingers quote. But I think I'm going to start here. I'm waiting for all of the box checkers. The people that created Latinx. Latinx. Are they going to celebrate the first Mexican-born immigrant woman of color to win a seat in the House of Representatives? Mayra Flores flipped Texas 34 last night in a special election. Now, she will have to run for re-election against, well, she beat Dan Sanchez last night. She's going to have to run re-election for re-election. This is a temporary, temporary victory. But it's the first time from my reading in 150 years that this seat went Republican. Or is only AOC the exciting one? Aren't we a little over AOC? She's not the up-and-coming, from-out-of-left-field, young Latinx candidate anymore. She's now a fixture. She's now a fixture. Are these people going to celebrate? Mayra Flores, who's a proud supporter of Donald Trump, I might add. You know, the white nationalist who hates Latinos. She ran as a pro-Trump Democrat in the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas, in an area that's heavy Latino and heavy Democrat. And the media barely is touching this. I mean, yes, they're reporting on it, but uh, you, you don't see the breathless discussions of young women representing and be, young women of color, excuse me, young immigrant. Only Karine Jean-Pierre matters. Only, well, I guess Mayor Flores would have to be a lesbian then. She, in, in order to get their attention, Mayor Flores would, would have to be, she would have to, well, she would have to come here undocumented. Uh, she would have to first be an undocumented uh, illegal immigrant uh, who renounced her Catholicism, uh, is a non-binary, um, non-binary, gender queer or gender fluid pansexual handicapped person with a lazy eye and a hair lip who's also a vegan and prefers to speak in sign language then they might get her uh, they might get her attention she might get their attention excuse me by the way you know i i I'm, I'm seeing a lot of this this whole thing about non-binary just a little side note here what is this non-binary thing this non-binary thing is like saying i choose not to decide I don't need to bother uh, borrow from the lyrical stylings of Neil Peart. But not deciding is a choice. If you divide the world into non-binary and binary, that in of itself is a binary of which you are a participant in. So your non-binary status makes you part of of a binary, which undermines the concept of your non-binary status. And if gender is a social construct, there can't be a binary to begin with. Weintick 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. But anyway, 
I don't see I don't see any of the usual you know people who celebrate these things running out there going, oh my God, this is the greatest day of my life. A young Hispanic immigrant woman has won, is the first to win a tech, a congressional seat in the, oh my God. How come they aren't doing that? How come Mayor Flores is not being celebrated under the, the, uh, the guise of the first immigrant, Mexican-born immigrant woman to win a seat in the House of Representatives. Why, why, is that, why is that not happening? Well, we know why it's not happening. Now, we have another little piece of uh, info. The Supreme Court apparently has decided to delay its decision on DOPS, which is, in essence, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So they're pushing this back a little further. Now, why? Why not just get to it? You've got shutdown D.C. amassing. You've got assassination attempts on Supreme Court justices. The Democrats, well, the House finally passed the upgrade uh, in security for the justices. I guess Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan don't need it because these people aren't trying to kill them. But why not do it now? Let's get it over with. Let's see these people, how they're going to react. If they're going to behave themselves, they're going to be pleasant, maybe slightly unpleasant, but at least nonviolent. Why not? Get it. Let's get it over with. Weinzik 695 Patriot 957-2874. Let's see. Do we want to have fun with audio right up front? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yesterday, we did a story on the migrants who have apparently been falling off the top of the part of the wall that Trump actually did get built. And the Democrats are saying, well, they're, they're, they're breaking bones and they're getting hurt and, uh, you know, it's, it's costing us resources. That doesn't bother them. You know, there's a, there's an entire there are entire Walmart-sized storage facilities down there with all the baby formula and tampons anyone could ever need. They're just not there for Americans. They don't give a damn about resources. They just want that border wall down. Alex Padilla, the senator from California who received his seat when Kamala Harris became the Air Fingers Quote vice president, says... That really what is important is we, we need to pay our taxes and send our own kids to the back of the line that people who cross the border illegally should immediately get in-state college tuition. And since we're going debt-free, just free tuition. Cut six. We shouldn't hold have one situation keep us from doing right uh, by the... Uh, millions of immigrants, both documented and especially undocumented, um, that deserve better. That It's in our national interest. Uh, I want to transition to a, a different topic. You know, this spring, more than 100,000 undocumented young people will graduate from high school. 
yet an overwhelming majority of those graduates are ineligible for DACA because they entered the United States after the DACA required arrival date of June 15, 2007. So they, they, they fit all the other criteria of DACA minus the fact that it's been 10 years since DACA was signed. And they're here illegally. In fact, DACA recipients or students who are potentially eligible for DACA, as written, now represent less than half of the undocumented college and university student population. Undocumented students are generally barred by federal law from accessing in-state tuition and financial aid, but some states, uh, and I'll give credit to Texas for having been the first, followed soon after by my home state of California, passed laws to make in-state tuition and financial aid available to undocumented students. I might have to place a call down to Texas. So essentially, the American taxpayer will subsidize these mostly government-run universities. We call them public colleges. They're government colleges. And we are going to treat people in this country illegally as if, I mean, I guess that's equal protection under the law, right? Who cares if you're a citizen? If there's only so many seats, if there's only so many slots for the incoming class of any university, if the choice is between a non-citizen and a citizen, well, that's not the choice. We owe it, we owe it to who? Who do we owe it to to treat non-citizens as equivalent to citizens? What's the end game here? Don't talk about replacement theory, Andrew. Why not? That's exactly what it is. The American citizens being told that citizenship doesn't mean anything. And if the Democrats and big government can find a new voter, a new population that will not resist them, that will not scream and yell about the Constitution or the Tenth Amendment or the rule of law or whatever, then they will replace you. This has nothing to do with blacks and Hispanics moving from cities to suburbs where people legally and lawfully earn a living, buy a home, and want to join a community to raise their children. That's, that's America. That's America. The suburbs are the more, most diverse they've ever been. The Democrats are not, this is not a question about white nationalists trying to keep people out of the suburbs. This is a question of the Democrats trying to use a population bomb. And they're fighting this war on all fronts. They don't want a border. They don't want citizenship to be a limit or non-citizen, the non-citizen to be limited in any way in this country. You know, I would go one step further. I don't think we should be inviting foreign students to publicly funded universities until all of the American kids have either qualified or not qualified. I don't think Americans should be competing with anyone for anything in their own country. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.